0: Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of Daryl's daring thoughts. Glad to have you. So, just real quick, while you're listening to this podcast, I want you guys to understand that I'm going to be as transparent as possible about myself, my life, my situations, what I view in the world, and I just encourage you to also be transparent in your thoughts and in your daily life. Um it seems as though transparency has took a back seat in 2019. And I encourage you to be transparent in your life to others to yourself. Sometimes it's hard and difficult to be transparent. I get it. But transparency, I believe, is what we need to be able to have a better life and better relationships with each other. So just note that when you're listening to this, I'm going to force you to be transparent as I will be with you. I wanted to have, I wanted to try to lighten the mood. I think all my episodes have been like depressing. I'm pretty sure some of you have had to go see a therapist after these episodes. I have. So I wanted to talk about something that is very dear to us millennials. And it's Disney Redo's. I don't know about y'all, but I think Disney needs to just stop. They need to actually, no, they need to stop. That's what they need to do. They need to stop immediately. With these redos, I am, I have not been enjoying this. I thought it was a very good idea when Disney first decided to do this. Because I was like, ooh, oh my goodness, that's great. You know, it a, relive my childhood. And, you know, I think it was Avatar that really first came out that had that creative, you know, I don't know what that, cinematography thing is but i feel like i thought okay so disney's gonna kind of do that and bring these you know our these movies we loved dear as children back to life for the next generation and for us as adults now i thought that was an amazing idea that is until they started doing it and they're casting people that are just absolutely Horrible for these roles, and i just I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of their asses. I need them to either stop doing it, just bring the child version back into movie theater i'll I'll kindly go see the original in the movie theater again or actually get people that can really do it. so I wanna to talk to you guys about that a little bit and just just dive into why they're doing it. Will they stop? What do I think are predictions for some of the ones that are coming out? My views on some of the ones that's already been out. So I just wanted to tackle that and talk to you guys about that for a second. I truly do not believe Disney is going to stop. I think they won't stop until every single one comes out. And I even read an article that someone asked, you know, why Disney? When's Disney going to stop doing this? And the person from Disney said, when Disney stopped making money. Disney has made, in this year alone, $9 billion. In this year alone, they made $9 billion. Off, I mean, can I just get, can I get less than 10% of that? I don't even want 10%. Like, give me a point of one 10% of a billion dollars. Like, they've made $9 billion in just this year alone in the remakes. And to my knowledge, only two have come out this year. Maybe three. I only know Aladdin and Lion King. I don't know if any other one came out this year alone. But if they made that just off of two, how about what they made last year, last year, year before that? Like, they've been really making money. So Disney ain't going to stop, which is primarily our fault because our asses keep going to see it. That's why they're making money because we're going to see them. But of course, we want to go see them because we're curious to see what they do with it. But, $9 billion just this year alone? And then I say, okay, well, let me go and pull up the the grossing charts and just see what's going on with these live actions. And to date, um, Lion King is number one and has grossed oh my god, five hundred thirty three million at the box office, and that's only um, U.S. and that's not worldwide. Worldwide, Lion King grossed one one billion six hundred seventeen million worldwide um after lion king is beauty and the beast which if for me beauty and the beast was i think the best one minus certain things and i'll tell you about that later and then number three was jungle book i actually think jungle book was the best um jungle book was probably like one of the first ones that came out jungle book was absolutely amazing i think that's that was, I think, that's why people really started going to see these because Jungle they came out with Jungle Book first, and Jungle Book did really good. Number four is Aladdin, Alice in Wonderland, and the list goes on and on. But those are the top ones. And I think that my issue—I <laughs> have I have many issues with this—but my issue is that it seems as though. They are changing the movie. And if your goal is to change the movie, then you need to make a completely different movie. Or you need to say this is an adaptation of the original. You're presenting it as the original, but you're making changes within the movie. And when I say changes, there are certain things that happen in... Um, which one was it? I think it was... I think the Lion uh, the Lion King had different changes to it. Um I know Aladdin had some changes and it it wasn't you I think we felt like we're losing the essence of it. Now I don't know if that essence is going to be different because it was a cartoon versus a live action. Visually these these movies are stunning, they're gorgeous. I love everything that they're doing with the, with the visual aspect of it, but i don't I've, I've, I feel like i lost I lost the heart of these movies I, it's It just doesn't feel the same like when mufasa died i I cried, I wept as a kid, I was just like, you hey, know, you know, I felt that, and I wanted simba to just win i wanted him to defend his father i want i felt that i didn't have that same feeling with this lion king um be honest beyonce ruined it for me i don't care what y'all say i don't care if y'all part of the beehive, because i'm a part of the beehive too but mother needs to stop with the whole acting she needs to stop she she had nala sounding like she was from Louisiana, and she just made a pot of gumbo, like she was the most country ass uh, line I've ever heard in my life. It sounded like Beyonce. There was she didn't try to change anything, and Beyonce we already know, but Beyonce has a very distinctive voice. She doesn't have a pleasant speaking voice to begin with, and there was just nothing like she sounded like she was a struggling mother and i was just really over i was over beyonce and they but that's what they wanted they wanted that because they knew beyonce fans was gonna flock to see it so that tells me that you didn't give a damn about the essence of the movie you only care about the money because if you cared about the essence you would have done the movie without beyonce because the lion king did not need beyonce to be successful you could have just had her do the soundtrack like you had her do anyway she didn't need to do the soundtrack and be in the movie. She, like, she didn't need to. And I just didn't like it. I really, I didn't like it. Um, I refused to go see Aladdin. I'm not going to see Aladdin. I have no desires to see Will Smith play the genie. You're not going to be Robin Williams. And I don't. And I, I understand no one's ever going to be Robin Williams. And I get it. He was a cartoon. But I just think there are certain things you, shouldn't, you can't touch. Or if you decide to touch it, at least get someone that can do it. I would have preferred Jim Carrey. I truly feel like Jim Carrey would have brought the essence of the genie. The previews I saw was enough for me to say it's a no. It's a no for me. I'm not a big Will Smith fan when it comes to his acting. I can tolerate it, but what I can't tolerate was his impersonation of the genie. I was over it. It sounded like the first Prince of Bel-Air just grew up. Like again, he didn't have a character. The genie is a character. And I didn't feel his I didn't see any character in him. It to me it was just Will Smith being Will Smith. And I had a problem with that. So that just makes me that that that's that just brings me to my next point in the actors that they cast. I already talked about the movies losing this essence, but Beauty and the Beast. So I saw Beauty and the Beast twice. I'm not going to lie. Beauty and the Beast was my favorite movie as a child. Uh, it was always Beauty and the Beast and Lion King for me. And Beauty and the Beast was my favorite. I love the story. I love the music. Um, I just love everything about it. Beauty and the Beast. I just loved it. It was just so beautiful. But you guys, they cast, I think it was, I think it Emma Watson. And... When I first heard her sing an auto-tune, I damn near walked out that movie theater. I said, let me grab my shit because they did not just play auto-tune in here. And it was like clear auto-tune. Like, they didn't try to fake it. They, the auto-tune was just, I, I was, I was shocked. Because when I first heard them say Emma Watson, I said, "Oh, I didn't know she could sing," <laughs> but she can't. So clearly, I was. There's no reason for me to know she could sing because she can't. So that wasn't it. And again, that's another movie they cast for just her name. That movie didn't need Emma Watson. Half the people don't know who the hell Emma Watson is. Honestly, if they needed a name, I would have took Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway actually can sing. Bell, I mean, and then the thing is, you cast Emma Watson, who can't sing, but everyone around her was singing their face off. First of all, you had um, Andrea McDonald. And, and if you don't know who Andrea McDonald is, she's a queen of Broadway. And she, like, she she sings. And she sung her Face off. The guy who played Gaston was amazing. Everyone in the movie, in my opinion, was amazing, but her ass. So it's like you're going to cast the lead to not who can't sing, but everyone around her can sing. So then that just shows more in the movie that she can't sing because everyone else around her can sing. Even the ensemble was just killing her ass. I said, why? And it just it was ruining the movie for me. And I just don't understand why it has turned into these celebrity names and why that is needed in order to make the movie successful. I don't know if Disney forgot of who they are and how they don't need that, but it's turning into, to me, it just turned into a damn reality TV show and just guessing who's the next celebrity that's going to be on a Disney movie. Who's the next celebrity that's going to be the lead in a Disney movie? And it's just horrible. It really, it's just, it really just took me out. Dumbo. Now I didn't, I saw, I saw Dumbo and the reason I was very interested in seeing Dumbo, I did not like Dumbo as a kid. I just didn't connect to Dumbo, but I was interested in seeing Dumbo because Tim Burton did it and Tim Burton is an amazing director. I love his twists and how he, his movies are kind of like dark comedy and he did uh, Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory, and he made that really good. And so I was interested in seeing it strictly based on that. And they added this whole storyline about Dumbo, at, within this circus, and these people trying to break free from this circus, and this whole about acceptance. They just they they just did they did too much. Like the storyline was just too much for a for the character Dumbo and it was it was what was that movie that came out with um Hugh Jackman in the circus um The Greatest Showman so it kind of made me feel like it was the greatest showman and it was that whole vibe and I just could I I fell asleep I just could not get with it again visually stunning but it just lost me and so I had to ask people, like I posted on Facebook, I said, who actually liked Dumbo? Because you tell me, is this how it's supposed to be? And people were telling me, no, that's not the Dumbo I remember. That's not what I remember. So then I had to start thinking, okay, what is it that's missing? What's the disconnect? Are we as millennials, because the people who I'm asking are millennials, which all these all these movies, all these movies when they were cartoons came out while we were children, so are we just being are we just being overly sensitive? Are we just not wanting things to change because, you know, you get used to you get used to how something is at times and you don't like change. So are we just over exaggerating and not understanding that it's not going to be the same because of the type of movie it is. It's 2019, 2020, whatever the year is, so they want to try to incorporate Whatever's culturally going on in the, t- in the time that the movie is coming out now. I feel like, so that's what my question was in trying to see is, is is that what's going on? They're trying to make it appropriate for today. Because again, these movies came out in the 90s. So are we just not understanding that it's, 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 it is supposed to be something new? So is it us? I don't know. You guys let me know because I truly believe that making it now, I don't think is the right move to go. And that takes me to Mulan. Mulan's not out yet, but the trailer for Mulan came out. And I was, again, Mulan was one of my other favorite ones. I thought Mulan, Mulan was really good. And what irritated me about Mulan was... They've made this Mulan about this whole Me Too movement. The women are the yeah. We have if you have not seen the trailer for Mulan, you have to go look at it because it's all about this warrior princess. Her the guy that she was in love with in in the cartoon he's not even in the movie. It's all about this women women empowerment. And there's not even any singing. There's no music in it. What is the damn purpose of you redoing Mulan if you're not going to have the music? I'm sorry, but Christina Christina Aguilera's song, Reflection, was one of my favorite goddamn songs. And that, Reflection made that movie. And how are you going to now make, how are you, how are you taking the music out of it? So I'm like, okay, y'all doing too much. Y'all doing too much. I mean, I guess, okay, Mulan kind of was about... I guess it kind of was, you know, not great how it showed how she went through all these drastic measures to be with this guy or whatever. So I get that. But that's what it was about. And so now you're taking, it's just, it's just, there's no man in this movie. I think there's men, but there's, the story is not based around her love interest anymore. It's just about a warrior woman trying to save her country. And it's not a musical. So if that's, if there's no music in it. So then don't call it Mulan. Call it something else. Call it She Hero. Call it something. I Don't call it Mulan because you're not, it's not the same movie. And I read, I, I definitely read that, it, you know, it's a great movie for the Me Too movement. It has nothing to do with that. That's not what Mulan was about. Stop making every goddamn thing political. Everything doesn't have to be political. And so when I saw that, I said, okay, I'm done. I'm definitely not going to see that. If I just wanted to see a war movie, I, you know, I can. that's already out. And it's just, it just really frustrated me with what they're doing with that. And, you know, I also want to talk about the ones that are coming out soon. And I truly believe... One of my biggest... what One thing I think that can fix is to turn this and turn this car back around and make us fall back in love with them because regardless, we're going to go see them because we want to see what Disney did with it. But I want us to be able to leave happy about what we saw. I think what needs to happen is that they need to bring in Broadway stars to be in these live action movies, musicals, because... Half of these musicals are have, have been turned into Broadway musicals. For instance, Lion King. Lion King has been on Broadway for years, way before this movie came out. Lion King has been on Broadway. I think Lion King has been on Broadway for almost 15, probably almost. I know it's been over 10 years. Um, Lion King has been on Broadway. And I truly don't understand why they didn't incorporate some of the Broadway stars into the animation with their voices. They know these characters. They've done it for so many years. They probably can do it better than the actors that they had. Why didn't you do that? Now, I will say the difference between Lion King and some of the actual other ones is that Lion King's more voiceover, everything else is actually, you know, real people you know, acting, so I can see why they wanted celebrities to do the voiceovers, so in that case, they should have just chose some better people, because that was just trash, I'm sorry, but a lot of these other ones, like for Aladdin, there's one guy, I, I saw Aladdin here in Chicago when it was here, and there's one guy who's been the genie, he's been the genie for years, he is absolutely amazing, And he's been playing the genie, like I said, for a very long time. And I don't understand why they didn't have him do the part. Because I think people are forgetting that Broadway has an audience as well. And again, the show still would have sold. Bring the Broadway people in to the movie. And I really hope they do that with um, Little Mermaid. Because I know we have... We already have a cast for Little Mermaid for we uh, we have Haley Bailey from um one of the um singers for Haley, oh my God, what's her sister's name? oh my God, I can't think of her sister's name um but she's one of the girls that beyonce founded uh I think it's Chloe and Haley Chloe and Haley, so Haley is going to be you know little Mermaid, and of course we all know about the outrage that the internet went with because she's being because she's black and we all know how the internet gets when they think a mermaid can't be black but whatever and i truly believe that was a great casting choice because ariel has to be able to sing you cannot fake ariel you can try to fake that shit like you did with emma watson if you want to but ariel has to be able to sing and Haley has a beautiful voice. Her voice is absolutely gorgeous. So I think she's going to be great. I don't, think we, I don't think they cast Ursula yet. I do believe they said Jenny McCarthy was playing Ursula. But I'm not 100% sure if that was confirmed. And at first when they said Jenny McCarthy, I was, I was a little skeptical because I personally want... Ursula has always been shown as um, a character that can't sing. Well, I don't see how... I mean, because she's not really supposed to be a great singer because, you know, that's the one thing she gets from Ariel when she lets Ariel become human is that she gets her voice. So, okay, I get that part, and I, I feel like Jeannie McCarthy would be great. They were also talking about Lizzo because Lizzo really wanted to be Ursula. I think Lizzo would be would have been great. Um, just personally, I think Lizzo would have been great. So if I think it's Jenny McCarthy, and Mc, I'm I'm so sorry, I I meant Melissa McCarthy. That's who I meant. Sorry, Melissa McCarthy. I think Melissa McCarthy is going to do good. I think Melissa McCarthy is going to do good as Ursula. I think it's it's I think it's good. I don't think a lot of the cast has been decided. I don't think that they've chosen Sebastian yet, and that's where I truly believe they need to get um, Titus. Titus Burgess to be Sebastian Titus has been Sebastian he originated the role on Broadway he's in an original cast recording as Sebastian he's phenomenal he's actually one of my idols and every time I've auditioned for Little Mermaid I really try to bend him, be him I, I, I mimic him in my audition process because I truly love him and I think he's, he would be I think he will be amazing because He's not a not known person. He was on um, the um, Un- Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt show. He he was he's in that. So he's not a person. He's not. It's not like people don't know him. So I hope they do that. I hope they don't try to do some dumb shit with like some Samuel Jackson or chris brown or some dumb shit for sebastian i hope they really don't and they better not it better not be white when i tell you if sebastian is white i'm going to i'm the same bullshit y'all pulled with ariel i'm going to pull that because you Seb- sebastian cannot be a white jamaican he can't like just stop it stop it like just stop like no just stop it <laughs> um only white jamaican i've ever seen on tv was was it Jack? What's his name? Jack Fox. What was his name? And how? 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 I know what you did last summer too. <laughs> and it was this white Jamaican, and he had the dreadlocks. I was like, stop, like just stop. I mean, I know it was a horror movie, but stop. So please, I hope they do that right. I know the TV version, um, ABC is going to do a live a live version of Little Mermaid as well, and Queen Latifah was cast as Ursula. The girl who did Mona is going to be Ariel. And we also have Shaggy that's going to be playing Sebastian in the live action of Little Mermaid, which is actually good. At first, I was not excited about it because I... I've always been introduced to Sebastian's like singing his face off, but Shaggy is very appropriate for the role. He is Jamaican. He he's going to bring the authentic realness to the character. So I, I, I appreciate what ABC is doing with that, but I still want them to incorporate some of the Broadway actors into the TV versions or the live action versions. I do think that that's the one piece that's missing because Broadway actors are just as good and you know movie actors don't necessarily sometimes get to connect with a story because that's not what they do and Broadway actors are used to used to that type of connection it's different and I think that that's one thing that they can bring to the stage that will just take it to the next level so let me know what you guys think because I'm very curious in your thoughts about the Disney Version of all of these movies and again I think that this would be a great change bringing Broadway actors in let me know if y'all feel different let me know who you think that's what I want to know let me know who you guys would cast in some of these roles uh, in some of these movies that's coming up we still have we still have Pinocchio that's supposed to be coming out in 2021 they have not said anything about Pocahontas so you know that's, that's something we can try to you know see who they can bring to light in pocahontas um hopefully you know hopefully someone native american gosh please um please have some someone real to uh, offense uh, um to uh, uh, to play these roles because it deserves to be someone who can with the experience and you know just let me know what you guys think and until then i'll talk to y'all later to follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything i will talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is You at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O-D-A-R-E-S-U, You at gmail.com. Send me an email.